0: 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Yeah, could I have a number three with cheese and uh, a large coffee?
1: And does this smell good?
0: Wolfing down your lunch. (laughs) Serving up today's top sports stories with Wolf and Luke. Hey, boy. Presented by Stadium Swim at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' ultimate sports fan destination.
2: All right, it is time for Wolfing down your lunch. Aaron Maloney is here with today's top sports stories, Aaron.
3: So the Cardinals were back out on the field today as they prepare for their week 1 matchup against the Chiefs. Some good news. Marcus Golden was back on the field for the first time since August 1st. Nice. And Rodney Hudson was also back out there. So <laughs> let's put that in the positive column, like what? Wolf will say. On the other side, though, J.J. Watt, Trayvon Mullen, and Zach Ertz were not on the field practicing. So, how are you feeling (laughs) going into Sunday? I I don't
2: know what to think anymore. Zach Ertz practiced yesterday.
3: So good at Ertz.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, hopefully it doesn't Ertz too much longer because they need him on Sunday. But he was one of the few guys yesterday, Wolf, when the injury report came out, where I was like, okay, but Ertz was out there on Wednesday. Now he's not out there today. Okay, I'm going to, once again,
4: I'm going to take that and put it in the positive column. I'm with you on that because I I believe uh, Zach Ertz has already practiced. And I know you could say, well, maybe he nicked it, Wolf. Maybe he did. Yeah, maybe they just sat him down because they got a day of practicing. And they said, that's enough out of you. We don't need to see you Not even week one yet. I, I understand. I'm just saying. They didn't want to push it, maybe with the calf. Okay, um, I'm going to look at the guys that did practice. Well, you, you, Rodney Hudson, practice.
3: <laughs>
4: can People can't I mean see honestly. Wolf actually just
2: breathed a sigh of relief? I don't know if the cameras picked oh, that up or not. Oh my
4: goodness! Uh, good. I like big dogs, no. and I cannot lie. Oh stop it! Just put the Tylenol down. I've been gunning Tylenol because I thought the thought of playing. Without Rodney Hudson it has been daunting. Let's put it that way.
2: Those those two names that practiced today. When we brought this up, we discussed it earlier in the week, and we had that long list of Cardinals that might not play. Yeah. And we were like, okay, who's the one guy that you can you can magically heal one guy for right. this week? You said Hudson. I said Golden. <laughs> and, and think about that go. right now. Those two guys match. That'd show. be
4: huge. Seriously, that that's good news.
3: Vance Joseph met with the media today ahead of their game versus Kansas City. So what do the Cardinals need to do to stop Patrick Mahomes?
1: Obviously, watching him on tape, it's, it's scary. You know, no one really stops him. You know, you've got to, obviously, if, if he gives you the ball, you've got to catch it. You know, you've got to be great in the red zone. He's going to move the ball. You know, he's going to buy time. He's going to scramble and make big plays. So being great in the red zone, being great on third downs, you know, winning your share, those things, if he makes a mistake, you know, take advantage of it. That's huge. But no one stops those guys.
3: So, one thing. What is the one thing the Cardinals have to do? And the one thing, just one word.
2: I think, first of all, you're going to have to pass that Adel to Vance Joseph spending this week preparing for Patrick <laughs> right. Mahomes. Uh, the one thing they have to do, I know this isn't what you're going to say, Wolf, because I have an idea of what you're going to say, but you you need to at least slow down Travis Kelsey because he's the one known commodity the Chiefs have on their offense right now. Yeah,
4: you, you have to stop the run and you have to run the ball. I know you wanted one thing, now I can't do it. It's going to be the line of scrimmage. There
3: is the one well, thing. It, the line of scrimmage. Well,
4: okay, line of scrimmage. There you go, right there. Um, but I have to be specific when you got to stop the run, and the reason being is because if you open up the playbook to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs because you can't stop the run, now they have everything they want in front of them. This is gonna get ugly, yeah. That's really, really quickly something any of because us watch. of Travis Kelsey. Yeah,
3: after 207 days of waiting, football is finally back, and we get to see a big time game tonight when the Rams host the Bills. What do you guys got?
4: <laughs> it's a tough one, man. It's a lot. Of, I mean, it's a lot of wishful thinking right now. Um, I want the Buffalo Bills, and at the same time, as soon as I say wishful thinking, yeah, I, I want the Bills to beat the NFC West, Los Angeles Rams, and Aaron Donald and Sean McVay. Stop talking, Sean. Yeah, I want to see them beat them. Um, but. I don't know if that's going to happen. I, I, I
2: think the Bills are going to win. But I will say this. If you were in a picks poll where you had to pick against the spread, the fact that the Rams are the underdog at home, you're telling me, hey, pick the Rams I don't believe that. I would probably, at that point, I would take some points with the Rams. But if you're just asking me right now, like Maloney did, who's going to win this game, I think it's Buffalo, I which is weird on the Rams road. I think it's Buffalo. Pick. Wolf, yeah.
3: do you know what happened 37 years ago today?
4: No, I do not. Thirty-seven years. Ago,
3: Let so me that. give you a hint. Okay, okay. so the Were Cardinals, we in Cleveland. Yeah, the Cardinals played the Browns in Week One of the nineteen eighty-five season. There it is. Which I believe was your first regular season <laughs> NFL game. It was. Was it your first overtime? It was. What did What did you do? It
4: was on. Un- what do you mean? Here we go. go overtime.
0: is taken by one of the upbacks, Wolfley. He's across the 30 to the 35 to the 37, giving St. Louis good operating position.
3: So you had a 24-yard kick return going into OT.
4: Yeah, as a matter of fact, I, I man, I didn't really... Yes! I do remember it now, but that game, I gotta tell the dog pound story at some point in time in this show. You gotta okay. let me tell. 145, fun. I'll tell you the dog pound story. That happened at that
2: Why game. does audio from 1985, and it's the same way with video, why does it seem like it's from like 1785? Because <laughs> they
3: wore it? yellow hel- or yellow helmets. <laughs> leather. I can't even say it.
2: Yellow, yellow leather.
3: Was helmets. leather invented at the time? No. Turn, just kidding. Turn your <laughs> Well, hold on. Do <laughs> you guys want to hear one more story? Yes. Yesterday, on the Pat McAfee Show, Kay Adams dropped a little nugget. I went to Kenya, I went to Tanzania, and I went to Rwanda, and I ran into an NFL owner while I was gorilla trekking Pat. Isn't that insane? Yes! Okay, so now it's who's the NFL owner? I went and I was uh, going on a gorilla trek, and they put you in these like pods of eight people. So I was with one other person. They put you in. I'm sitting there, and of course, like hat, no makeup, like just you know. We woke up and and they put you in like gaiters on your feet, and you you know you're all like you know performance gear to go out into the jungle, and and I hear Kay Adams, and I turn, and well, it's an NFC West. Should I have you guess? Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, no, no. And then.
0: You say owner? No,
3: it was, Mike, no, it was Michael Bidwell. It was Cliff's book. Oh, I was an owner. Oh, oh, yeah. I completely forgot it, it was, was
0: so- owner. <laughs> Bidwell was there on his own plane. Isn't plant. that crazy?
1: Yes, very crazy. I'm mean, going to assume it's there's very expensive to do this.
3: There's 800 people there, and then you get put into these groups, and I don't. so I'm like, is that my Super Bowl pick? Maybe, Ooh, because oh, it was so
4: Oh, oh the universe kind of puts you guys together in Rwanda.
2: Wow. That's the most random thing I've heard, and this has been a random week.
4: Wow. They went over there to what? See the gorillas? Gorilla trekking. Oh, my goodness. That's pretty cool. Would you ever want to do that? Ask yourself that question.
2: I'd rather do that than be like in those cages and, and you're like, you know, those guys that are in the cage and they're like poking the great white sharks that they been by. Like, hey, does this bother you? I'm floating in the water next to you, but I've got this thin cage. I'm going to keep poking you. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather go gorilla trekking. Uh, I think I'd rather go with the trekking yeah, as well. I we don't need to be in that tinfoil <laughs> cage. All right. That was uh, Wolfen Down Your Lunch. Thank you, Aaron, as always. All week this week, we're sending you and your wolf pack to see the Cardinals take on the Raiders in Vegas, courtesy of Circa Resort and Casino. So just text Vegas. The six twenty six twenty, and listen for your name anytime during our show. Plus, qualifiers are going to win tickets to the Cardinals' home opener against the Chiefs on Sunday. That's Vegas to six twenty six twenty. When we come back, Cardinals' first injury report of the season was released, and some of the players are back at practice today. We're going to give you the latest next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show, 987 FM, Arizona Sports Station. This
0: is Marcus Golden, and you're listening to 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Sets up, gets hit by Golden, the ball is coughed up, Golden picks it up.
4: You can hear him chirping the entire practice, and if he sees somebody that's not bringing the same intensity to a drill, he let him know. Playing
1: with a bunch of dogs, man, a bunch of tough guys that just love football. I'm looking forward to bringing that dog mentality back. Guys flying around, making plays. His nickname is Junk. It's Junk Her Dog, I guess. Woo!
0: Marcus Golden! Wolf and Luke Talk Cardinals now.
2: Wolf, Marcus Golden is back and I feel good. Well, he's at least back at practice. I don't know if he's playing on, on Sunday, but hopefully.
4: Man, I love that right there, honestly. Marcus Golden, the junkyard dog. Are you kidding me? You're going to tell me their best edge rusher is actually back. He's out of the practice field. That means he's going to play, correct? I mean, We all are assuming he's look, going to play. That's
2: what I thought when I heard that Zach Ertz was on the practice <laughs> field yesterday. So I, I'm not going to assume anything. But if you're trying to figure out what exactly was up with Marcus Golden... Where he just didn't like, we didn't see him or hear from him from August 1st to September 8th. He tweeted something out once, like a week ago. Yeah. I think we all are assuming money played a, a bit of a role in this, but that hasn't been confirmed yet. This was Vance Joseph today saying, okay, here was Marcus's injury.
1: Well, he practiced some today. You know, he's been in every meeting, and that's that's what's really important. Uh, He had a freak accident in, in, in the weight room with his toe, you know, so that toe's healing up right now, and hopefully he can go full speed on Sunday. But he's out there. He's practicing. You guys know. Marcus Junk, right? I mean, if he's playing, he's going to go full speed, whether it's 20 snaps or 30 snaps. So, again, I have no worries about him if he's on a field playing. He'll play hard and fast.
2: I like how Vance every year is like, Marcus's nickname is Junk. Just yeah. so you know, you know <laughs> yeah, Marcus Junk, right? We call him <laughs> uh, Junk. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, once again,
4: in the scheme that Vance Joseph is going to run, it's going to be scheme that is going to get pressure on the quarterback. Now, again, that's, that, I'm, I'm trying to dumb it down in simple it just for obvious reasons right now. Why'd you look when, at me when you when said you've that? Got, when you've got four guys. When, when you have Chandler Jones, by way of example, Chandler Jones, just add Chandler Jones to this team. All right, I'm listening. You got you. Chan coming from the outside right now. Hey, guess what? You don't want to over scheme. You don't want to do that. Let Chan have two-way goes. Let him go out there and, you know, yeah, you don't want to, to dictate which gap he's got to go through. You don't want to bring a lot of people When you got a guy like Chan, let Chan beat somebody, because that's what Chan does. When you got a great pass rusher, you don't want to over-scheme. You just don't want to do it. Let him take all that goodness and go out and produce, period. How ridiculous. Now, when you don't have that kind of talent, you got to scheme it up, and Marcus Golden is a schemer, a guy that fits inside that scheme. How
2: ridiculous are the Raiders going to be with Chandler Jones and Max Crosby? Whatever else oh happens goodness. with that team, but Seriously. with those two
1: getting after the quarterback. Uh, more from Vance Joseph today, talking about this offseason. Well, obviously it's been some uh, setbacks for us, you know, from, from Jeff to guys getting injured and Ham having a freak accident at home. I mean, so it's been some things that we've dealt with, but um... I think every team has those things. You know, it's it's the NFL. It's always injuries. It's, it's it's always issues. You have to adjust. You have to coach. I think the saving grace for us is it's our fourth year in the system. We have a great staff. You know, guys know what they're doing. So our young guys have grown up. You know, I run this system. So if they have to step in, they'll play, you know, they'll play good football for us. So I'm not concerned about, you know, guys uh, not being available. We've got who we've got. And, um, Obviously, it's going to be a tall task. If we had everybody healthy on Sunday morning, so that won't change. But I'm confident in the guys we got, you know, on defense available. Something tells me if this were 2020,
4: that Vance Joseph would not be in front of the microphone, right? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me that right now. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying there's anything wrong. With I think he's just stressed Wilson. out. He's I'm not probably saying stressed it, out no, he's
2: got to do this one.
4: I'm just saying, if your voice sounded like that in 2020, all right, they probably would have told you, you stay home, Vance. Well, he's, all right? he's probably
2: been yelling a lot in um, practice, being like, you can't you know, stop Patrick that, Mahomes doing what you're that doing. That was my second thought right yeah. there. Man, maybe
4: maybe he's he is yelling out there. Because he knows what's
2: coming. I can't imagine getting a lot of sleep as a defensive coordinator, <laughs> knowing you got to open with the Chiefs. Yeah. Hey Vance. Okay. Here's here's what we're gonna do. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna start. Get the defense ready to play against the Chiefs. Uh, you might not have J.J. Watt. You might not have Marcus Golden. You already don't have Chandler Jones <laughs> from last year. Yeah. Uh, you don't have Antonio Hamilton. By the way, Anything we'd
4: love to see Zaven get about thirty. Yeah, can we, can you mix Zaven in? Oh my goodness, Zaven, Zaven, Zaven! Please, man, I cannot wait to watch Zaven Collins. We really. Haven't talked a lot about this right now. This is because
2: I'm taking a wait and see approach with David you, at this point. You, you
4: basically have to yeah. at this point. There's nothing else you to say don't. until Monday. I know, and it's so interesting though. We're talking to Zo, Lorenzo Alexander, and Zo's talking about he thinks they've got to stop the run, the Arizona Cardinals. I think that's exactly what the Kansas City Chiefs have got to do. Once again, the similarities of these two teams that are going to square off at State Farm Stadium. The the high powered offenses of the Kansas City Chiefs, the Arizona Cardinals. I think the Cardinals, even without D Hop, are going to be a load to handle. I think they're going to be hard to handle offensively because of all their talent.
2: Well, the reason the reason that, that I think this is going to be potentially a really good game is, yes, okay, the Chiefs. Just look at the offense, explosive passing game. Okay, the Chiefs maybe have the best in football. But the Cardinals have a pretty good one too. And the Chiefs don't have Tyreek Hill, so if if there is a time to catch them, maybe it's game one without them. Not saying they're not going to be explosive, but we right. have two explosive passing games. Uh, the defense, question marks on both sides. So when you go to the actual rushing attack, I do trust the Cardinals' running backs more than the Chiefs' running backs. If they tell me I have James Conner or Clyde edwards hilaire Yes, I'll take James Conner.
4: Yes, and yet he, it's so interesting with all this talent. Doesn't that's mean I'm picking the Cardinals. The I'm just saying. Yeah. Right. Okay. With all this talent that is on the field, that talking to Lorenzo Alexander, he agrees it's the line of scrimmage, Matt. It is going to be the team that that runs the ball better. I I, honestly look that's not the only part it's not going to dictate whether the Arizona Cardinals win the game or lose the game based on how many rushing yards they have. It's got to be part of what they do offensively though. They have to have success doing it if in fact their offensive playbook is going to open up. That's the same truth for the Kansas City Chiefs. Both these defenses have issues. You got to be able to stop the run first. You have to, and if you don't, you're in trouble. And that that goes for both teams. Very interesting.
2: This was the injury report that officially came out yesterday. Just to get everybody as up to date as as you can be right now. There will be a new one, obviously, coming out here at some point today. But Marcus Golden, this is yesterday. Marcus Golden, Rodney Hudson, Trayvon Mullen, J.J. Watt, all didn't practice. Golden with the toe injury. Hudson, it does say, did you see this? It was non-injury related rest. Yeah, I saw that. And then Trayvon Mullen, toe, and then J.J. Watt, calf. Then you get to the guys that were limited. Aaron Brewer, ankle, Zach Ertz, calf, Justin Pugh, neck, Zeke Turner, shoulder, Jonathan Ward, shoulder. And that was yesterday. We know that Golden and Hudson were out there today, but Zach Ertz was not out there today. So it's very complicated for going into week one, Wolf. Then you have the Chiefs injury report. It's just blank.
4: Yeah, They're fine. Everybody's appreciate fine. appreciate that, yeah. Thanks good, for good bringing for that up. Well. Can I tell you, when I saw the Rodney Hudson thing, I, I walked away just going, I'm a bad guy. <laughs> can you translate Honestly, that? Honestly, right now, I was just mumbling to myself, non-injury-related rest. That how much rest are. can one human being... <laughs> oh, how much rest he can one human being get before he plays in a football game? Well non-injury-related rest. Rodney, can I talk to you for let's, a minute over let's, here? Let's and see, how just, <laughs> see how
2: Rodney
4: <laughs> does in week. You know what? If ever there was a guy who is a pro, if ever there was a guy who's a pro who could pull it off playing against Chris Jones, of all people, and play well and be able to hold off, it'd be Rodney Hudson. At least I hope that.
2: Well, we are at that point in the week where I'm just kind of starting to hold my breath on some of these things. <laughs> like, all right, you, you talked to me about Zayvon. How's Daven Collins going to hold up in the middle of a defense against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and all these different guys? Well, my response to that is... <sighs> I'm just going to hold my breath until Sunday after the game and give you an answer. Same thing with like a guy like Rodney Hudson, who hasn't really done anything in a month and a half. Uh, Marcus Golden really hasn't either, although you just heard Vance Joseph say he's at least been in the meetings. But, I mean, Zach Ertz, is he going to play? If not, it's Trey McBride is your lead tight end. Yeah. Trey McBride has never played in the NFL. Max Williams this, is going to Max Williams is good to go. He's the one guy that seems <laughs> what? like he's, well, it's even on From the all
4: injury report. There's no way Max Williams is going to go, and all of a sudden he's the guy that's a, yeah, he's good. He's good to go.
2: Once he told us he grew up playing hockey when he was on the show a couple weeks ago, I figured, yeah, he's fine. He'll be be good to go. Lower body. You went sound effects. That was good, man. little sound effect machine. Text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 62620 right now. When we come back, what's Wolf going to be watching when the Cardinals take on the Chiefs? Sunday is going to tell you next. Another edition of What Will Wolf Watch? It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7
0: FM, Arizona's Sports Station.
2: All right, welcome back to the show. It is Wolf and Luke here on a Thursday afternoon. Wolf, we are less than five hours. This is like this is countdown season, right? Every every day it's like, oh, we're three days away from Cardinals Chiefs. We're less than five hours away from the start of the NFL season. It's it's about time. One tonight. It's it's about
4: time, man. No doubt. Yeah, this is going to be awesome tonight. The Buffalo Bills traveling to the LA Basin to play. The Los
2: Angeles Rams. Did you get all your fantasy football drafts in? Because they they got to be done. I right now. don't play uh, fantasy okay.
4: football right now, even though the station once had an edict that you had to play yeah. fantasy football, and we did that. You didn't uh, um,
2: dominate the way you did, Mark. You know Madness? what
4: I did? I I hired Bear to run my team. Well, I, How great was that? I remember that? that.
2: You also took like seven defenses too. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk a little fantasy football next hour, but we're we're uh, right now. I want to get into what you are watching. On Sunday, specifically Cardinals-Chiefs. So, forget about tonight's game for a second. It's time for what will Wolf watch?
5: What will Wolf watch?
2: Riding on a horse,
0: Ha. Ah, you can whip your Porsche. Shootout at State Farm. Oh my goodness! Sunday should be a
4: shootout indeed at State Farm Stadium. Metaphorically speaking, Basinonians. Two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL will square off against each other. Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray will step out onto Main Street and attempt to wipe the smile from the other's face.
1: the 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 quarterback
4: talent that will be on the field this weekend is as good as physical skills get in the universe. Springfield, Missouri is in the universe. On a hot July day, in 1865, Dave Tutt and James Butler Hickok, better known as Wild Bill Hickok, were having a drunken card table quarrel at the Lion House. This disagreement led to one of the most famous prearranged quick-draw duels in Western history. Games are prearranged. And this showdown has had the hearts and minds of Cardinal fans since the schedule came out. Many have discussed the offensive firepower in the tepid defenses and the combination thereof. Many have talked about why they see an offensive explosion happening on the farm. I wonder what names will start the showdown and what will be the spark that ignites the hostilities. Some say it was a dispute over a female watch that moved gambler Dave Tutt into the street that fatal day in Springfield. Others said the gunfight was over a prostitute. Well, 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 it was about a girl, wasn't it Kurt Cobain? Patrick Mahomes married a girl in March of this year. People have speculated that Brittany could alter the career path of the best quarterback in the league. And of that, I say there is no doubt. Whether she improves his performance or hinders it, Patrick Mahomes is one of the most liked and respected superstars the sports world has known. Kyla Murray has his share of critics and a lot to prove after signing the massive extension. But love them or hate them, both of these quarterbacks are household names. Like Wild Bill Hickok, after he shot and killed Dave Tut in the street from 75 yards away. His legend spread quickly after this two-shot tryst. Dave Tut shot first and then dropped face down to the ground after Wild Bill steadied his hand leveled his aim, and pulled the trigger. Pat Mahomes' aim is second to none. His accuracy is what makes him currently the best quarterback in the league. His arm talent is better than any human being that ever picked up a football. No offense to the toad licker. Kyler Murray is all about speed. His reads are quick, his release is lightning, and his legs put him in the same class as Lamar Jackson. Who will win the showdown on Sunday? John O'Neill, local historian in Missouri, said, in spite of their extreme rarity, these fast-draw duels became a staple of all those movie scenes where the Hollywood emphasis was on speed alone. If that's one thing Bill Hickok proved in his singular gunfight, it's that accuracy always takes precedence. Let's hope Mr. O'Neill is
2: dead wrong. No offense to the toad liquor. <laughs> Has there ever been a more contradictory statement than no offense to the toad liquor? I don't know. I just know, man. This is,
4: these two quarterbacks, the talent, the skill level. I'm talking about physical talent. I'm not saying that Kyler Murray is Patrick Mahomes. Kyler Murray's got to prove an awful lot that he's Patrick Mahomes. And he's, once again, three years in, he's doing really, really well. I'm talking about from a talent level, skill, physical. Not how they're playing, just how. They go about their business. And by the way, it's not like Kyler Murray hasn't had success. He no, has.
2: I, I had this thought actually yesterday talking with a couple people of, I remember having this conversation with you first half of the season last year. Well, if we get seven games in and you know the Cardinals are undefeated and you're looking at Kyler Murray and you're saying, okay, is he Patrick Mahomes? No. Is he Lamar Jackson as a runner? No. But he might be like one of the, you know, he's top five in each of those categories. Probably the second best runner in the league yeah. when he runs. And yeah. he's he, arm strength. You heard Cliff talk about it earlier, the angles he can throw from, the, whether it's the baseball background they both share or whatever. I don't want to see Kyler Murray running on every play. I don't I don't want that. I mean, I think he was right when he said it needs to be a luxury. But I don't think it needs to be a luxury in the sense of, well, a successful day is Kyler doesn't run at all because then he's, he's just – you know, a few steps behind Patrick Mahomes in terms of... Which is fine. That's fine. But when you when you had that ability to be, you know, almost as good as Lamar as a runner and almost as good as Mahomes as a thrower, then you are a threat no matter which team you're playing anyway. Yeah.
4: You know, I would say right now, did we win the game where Kyler didn't run? (laughs) Did you win the game? That's what it comes down to
2: again. Um, Win and all is well. I don't know that you're going to win a lot of games against a team like the Chiefs where he doesn't like Kyler needs to at least be a threat to break off a 17 yard run at any time.
4: It's interesting Uh, listen I'm not going to say you're wrong Luke I'm not but what I want to see is the Arizona Cardinals run the ball where it's not Kyler Murray that is running the ball you know how I feel about this man I want to see them run the ball and be able to run the ball against the Kansas City Chiefs who are not good at stopping the run. They're not. They're worse than the Arizona Cardinals were well, they, in terms of stopping the should, run last
2: year. Regardless of anything else, the Cardinals should be able to run on the Chiefs. You've got James Conner. You've got Eno Benjamin, who might be poised on the, the verge of a breakout year, and you've got Darrell Williams facing his former team. And like you just said, the Chiefs, they don't have a run defense. I mean, it's, it's they fine. It's, but it's not, it's not good, their run defense. They're going to play a cover two shell, man.
4: They're going to have guys in the box. They're going to play that cover-two shell. They're not going to let anything get by them. They're going to keep everything in front of them. It's what they do. Isn't that right, Spags? It's what they do. You have to run the ball. A team that plays that much cover-two, you got to make them pay. Run the ball.
2: No offense to the toad (laughs) Liquor. All right. We come back. Who do we believe will be the NFL division winners? I'm just going to go ahead and pick playoff teams as well when we come back. That's uh, prediction time. Next, Wolf, it's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona, Sports Station. Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Well, if we're going to start doing predictions here for the season, they've got to be done in the next hour and 15 minutes, because by the time we get back in here tomorrow, there will have been a game played, and that will throw everything off. So, uh, let's do our uh, our division winners and playoff teams, okay? Okay. So, we got to pick, obviously, eight division winners, 14 total playoff teams. Do you want to start AFC or NFC? Um... I don't know what do you want to do? Let's do the NFC cuz I think it's easier. Okay. Believe it or not. Uh the AFC, this was a lesson in just yeah. There's there's going to be some really good teams that miss the playoffs in the AFC. All right, NFC. Uh you want to give I'll give you my division winners, okay? Okay. I've got the Rams. I've got Tampa who I I don't love Tampa. This season, but I still have them winning that division. I have Green Bay mainly because that division. I I'll believe the Minnesota stuff when I actually see it, and I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they will they'll rise up, but we hear that every year. So I've got Rams, Buccaneers, Packers, and I've got the Eagles winning the NFC East.
4: Wow, the Philadelphia Eagles. A little winning, crazy.
2: You know, you you're you're buying the Eagles. Well, you're buying it. It is the combination of that in their division. Okay. Um. And I don't gonna, want to pick the Cowboys. I'm
4: going to go with the NFC East. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go with the star based on yeah, Okay. Ooh, I hate the star. Deal? But it made a good target.
2: Um, I love Tyron Smith for like the entire the, season. I st- I still. Know, I mean, they've got fine. some
4: other players too. I know, Michael got Gallup for week one. Okay. Dallas Cowboys. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys because I'm not buying... The quarterback situation for the Philadelphia Eagles.
2: You're probably right, but I'll be able to sleep tonight knowing I didn't pick the Cowboys to
4: win the division. Oh, listen, once again, I'm trying to be accurate here the best I possibly can. That changes everything. Um, There's no grudge. The Dallas Cowboys in the NFC East. I'm going to have to go with the Green Bay Packers in the NFC North. That's not going to shock anybody. The NFC South, of course, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Even with Tom Brady, <laughs> what is going on with Tom Brady? It doesn't end well for the King, and it doesn't end well for quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, they won that have that been division. around
2: for like 17 years. They won that division or or more. more five games last year. So um, there's, there's quite the gap that other teams are going to have to close on them.
4: Yeah, and then I'm going to have to go with the Los Angeles Rams. Okay. I have to give them their due, their respect. After all, they're the reigning Super Bowl
2: champions. Uh, I don't. I'm not saying this as a shot at your prediction, <laughs> but you know you took the same four division winners who won last year. Now, okay. the reason I <laughs> it's just, it's just like I've never seen you look down on me. It's like, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> What's your, your point prediction? to that? One? Well, my point to that is actually this is the NFC. This is the way it is this year. They're really. It, when we get to the AFC, there's a lot of oh, I could see this team rising up, or this team. I don't see a lot of teams rising up in the NFC next season. I, I really don't. In fact, I think I might even have the exact same seven playoff teams, which that never happens. But you have the same four division winners. I have three of the same four. Yeah, uh, my wild card teams are Dallas, San Francisco, and Arizona, in whatever order you want. To
4: put. Okay, my wild card teams will be San Francisco. The Cardinals and the Eagles. Oh, oh I don't want to do that. the New Orleans Saints. I'm just going to you say the, to Saints. the Saints. Okay. I do not want to do the, no, sorry, Jalen Hurts.
2: Everybody Hurts. <sighs> Sometimes. Especially Zach. <laughs> Especially Jalen after he hears hurts. your prediction. All right, so you don't have the Eagles making the playoffs. Uh, yeah, that's right. Let's let's keep this discussion going though if somebody is going to jump in cuz I and I hate this but I really do have the same seven teams making it from last year Dallas, Philadelphia, Green Bay, Tampa, the Rams, Cardinals and 49ers that never happens. So you're saying the Saints you think are the most likely team that could jump in? Cuz I really think it's only the Saints or the Vikings. I don't see any of these other teams cracking the party.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm not buying Kirk Cousins. I'm not with the Vikings up there and what is going on. I I respect Kirk Cousins, I really do. Um, but he hasn't won anything. You know what he's done? Made he's a lot of posted money. Some re- yes, made a lot of money and posted really good numbers until you start
2: digging inside those numbers. Wow. I just, you look at like Seattle. I mean, maybe Carolina. Some people are intrigued by Carolina, but Seattle, Atlanta, Detroit, I think will be better, but not a playoff team. Chicago, the Giants. Washington, any of these teams that could actually even really make a run at those teams? And I think
4: overall, once again, I realize you're talking about Jameis Winston in New
2: Orleans. But when he was healthy, he was he looked okay. None of his passes ever touched the ground. They're either caught or <laughs> intercepted. I like that sort of efficiency. All right, over to the AFC Wolf. I'm gonna go Bills, Ravens, Colts, Chiefs winning their divisions. So that's at least different from last year.
4: Wow, that is okay. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills, no doubt about it. My
2: Bills, go Bills!
4: Um, I'm gonna have to go with the Cincinnati Bengals, man. Joe Burrow's got that swag, and their offensive line is much improved. That offense is going to be a lot better this year than what they were last year. And guess what? Last year, they were good enough to get to the Super Bowl. The Cincinnati Bengals, I'll go with in the AFC North. Then I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Tennessee Titans in the AFC South. Oh, and then here it comes: the <laughs> Good AFC luck this West. Blah 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 blah. You don't want I'm to pick go- the Chiefs. Do I'm you? going with the Chargers. Wow, I'm going with the you Chargers. Man, at me yesterday grabbing no. the
2: Chargers number four in my power poll to start the year. I. I yeah, but wait a minute. And then you take him to win the division over the Chiefs.
4: Because um, you know I'm right. No, you know what it is. No, what it's, is it? it's Brandon Stokely. Okay? It's their head coach. Brandon Staley? I mean, Staley. Did I say Stokely? I was Stokely? like, Stokely hosts
3: the yes. show at Bonneville, Denver. Okay, I misspoke
4: <laughs> Miss Perfect. Okay? Go Ducks. Stokely, Staley. I'm sorry. I was... <laughs> I mean, give me a break. Like, you've never butchered a, a name, Luke.
2: Not um, that I can remember ever,
4: no. Okay, so I. the reason being is because he understands the line of scrimmage better than, I think, everyone else in the AFC, including Andy Reid. Wow. So Andy Reid is a guy who, who never has really valued... The ability to control the line of scrimmage and run the ball.
2: Does Brandon Staley remember he has a field goal kicker this year? Um, yes, he does. <laughs> that's one. good. That's my.
4: You think he's going to go for it on fourth down? Every I think he's time. still
2: going to do it. Well, then that's why I don't have them winning the division. But I do have them in the playoffs. Okay. When you when you have to pick the wild card teams then you realize Stokely. who you're leaving out that's of the playoffs, still so good. I have the Chargers in as a wild card. I have Denver in as a wild card. So that's three from the West. Okay. Okay, I have the Bengals in because there's no way I'm going to keep Joe Burrow out of the playoffs. And like you said, their offense actually is probably set up to be better this year. I think a lot went right for them last year. I don't know. They're not going back to the Super Bowl. But doing that, Wolf, if I go with Cincinnati, the Chargers, and Denver, that has me leaving Tennessee completely out of the playoffs. Yeah, how could you? It has me leaving the Patriots out of the playoffs. and I How dare I'll you? just assume they're going to find a way in. It has me leaving the Dolphins out of the playoffs, but that's who I'm going with. You know what I'm
4: going with right here? Um, I also am going to say the Denver Broncos. Okay. The Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Yeah, that's right. The AFC West dominating. And then I'm gonna have to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Oh wow. So we have the Baltimore Ravens. Yes indeed.
2: The last one in. So we actually have twelve of the same fourteen playoff teams. You have Tennessee, I have Indianapolis. And you have New Orleans. I have Philadelphia. That's yeah. the only difference. And yeah. we have like the division winners. For well,
4: the up. Indianapolis won that. I would like to look at that once again. The AFC is
2: absolutely jammed. It's sick. That's, that's just this. Just proves I have more confidence in Matt Ryan in that offense than you do. I know. Throw you know Matt what? Ryan. Off.
4: I know, but it's bad. Or Tennessee and the Titans are just as physical as it gets. They are,
2: they, and they did that last year, really without Derrick Henry for a good chunk of the season. All right, when we come back. Who has more to gain from this Cardinals-Chiefs game on Sunday? That's next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.
0: Win a trip for four to Vegas to see the Cards play the Raiders. Arizona Sports gets you four tickets, gas money, and hotel courtesy of Circa Resort. Text Vegas to six twenty six twenty and get entered to win. Then listen to Wolf and Luke Middays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. When they call your name, you've got 10 minutes to call in to claim your shot at the grand prize trip to Vegas. You and your Wolf back in Vegas for Cards Raiders. I guess that's why they call it Sin City. <laughs> you want to win? Text Vegas to six twenty six twenty now.
5: Every better has a system. Maybe you hedge when your team is up 10. Maybe you always bet against West Coast teams flying east. But there's one thing every better should include in their system. The responsible gaming tools available on FanDuel Sportsbook. These tools help you keep your play in check and under control. Tools like time limits, so you don't unknowingly spend more time on the app than you intended. Wager limits to help prevent from betting more than you should. And you can even take a timeout which pauses your account for as long as you may need. FanDuel wants every bettor's experience to be about fun and entertainment. So visit FanDuel.com PlayWell and make responsible gaming tools a part of your system. 21 plus and present in AZ. Gaming problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342.
2: BackFit Health and- &
5: If you are dealing with any kind of pain, go see my friends at BackFit Health and Spine. Hey, it's Gambo. BackFit takes care of all of your pain needs. Medical care, physical therapy, chiropractic care, pain management, they do it all. BackFit gets you back to what matters. Ten Valley BackFit Health and Spine locations, including five in East Valley. Text BACK to 620-620 to receive the Gambo deal for only 17 bucks. Get back
1: to what matters. Hey, habla espanol.
0: Know the signs of low T? Low sexual desire. Low energy. Fatigue. It can be natural as we get older. Vital for Men has helped thousands of men across the valley get their energy back. Not just to feel better, it's vital for husbands, dads, coaches, and men to feel their best every day and perform their best at work and home. Find out how TRT can help your energy, muscle mass, and make lifestyle changes that last. We are Vital for Men. New patients receive a free test that is vital for you. Visit Vital, number four, men.com.